say, um, oh my god, here we go. Lance. <laughs> That's his thing. I am very So so can I start? It's not it's wobbly. Okay, you can start. Is it tight now? It's tight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Alright. Um Hey. Welcome everybody. Yep, yeah, we got a there. special guest. There we go. I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil, episode 51. Uh, we have a special guest. Guess who it is? I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it's the man in the shadows. It's um, <laughs> the man in the shadows. He's not in the camera, so he's not here. So He is. I see him. Yeah. So it's Lance. Lance hey, is here. So today, we're going to drop two topics. Uh-oh. So the first topic is... Divorce when it's fresh and in your face. How yeah. to deal with it, what to do, and where to go. Anybody? Oh, are we starting? <laughs> I'm looking at my boy. <laughs> um, so we have mentioned before too, like when you're you're in a marriage and you're going along with your life and then all of a sudden shit happens. You find out stuff. You some of those twinges or that intuition that you have um, becomes a reality or you find out, you know, the life you've been living wasn't the life you were living. And now it's do I feel like too like, do we work on it? Do we sweep some things under the rug? Do we want to keep our family together? What can you deal with? What, how, how much will you, are you willing to deal with? And are there red flags and have you noticed red flags and, um, now it's now it's the time. Are we going to separate and try to work it out, or are we going to have the big D? Do you ever stay for the kids? People do it all the time. People do it all the time, and I and and my, I honestly think we try to play the part for the kids for a long time. <laughs> it's David, I'm sure. Yes, he's sorry. vibrating I'm over vibrating. there. Um, what was I saying? We, we tried to put the facade up for the kids and definitely swept a lot of things under the rug that we weren't willing to deal with at the moment just to get through the most hurt and a lot of stuff we dealt with directly. And then it was, and, and then the final thing drops and I was just like, I'm at, like, I'm done. That's it. So now we've decided, okay, we're getting a divorce. The separation didn't work. We didn't, it didn't work out for us to work it out. Where do you go from there? What was your first, you know, thing you did? I serial dated. Besides serial dated, before you decided to go. I ate a lot of cereal too. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Wow. This this is what I deal with. Oh, yeah. Dad jokes galore. Um, No, like you, you. You get pissed. You get sad. Oh, yeah. You get, well, now what? Right? So what was your, you said your anger. What yep. was your anger, angriest moment? How dare her, how dare her break up the family? How dare her divorce me? And ask the second time after yeah. you've taken her back and yeah. decided, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Lancey, what was your big um Divorce moment when you realize it was done, done. I don't. I, I probably have to say I did the whole stay with stay for kids way longer than I needed to. Yeah. And then 
after it was over, it was kind of like more of a relief. And then I'd hang out and do what I wanted. Never ate dinner at home. I always went to my brother's and huh. raided their fridge every day. <laughs> but you've also mentioned, too, that your home wasn't your home anymore and you didn't like being there because it was so empty. Like you, I've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Like going to the apartment, I was like, I now what? Like twiddle my thumb or go out or go see friends or but, like you said, you, go to your brothers. Like, but you had the firefighters. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you're having a nervous breakdown, your yeah. nose is running with snot. I was actually on the phone with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like first dating, and you know, ex is texting me like I'm gonna take the take our son, and I was like, gone. And he didn't even know where I lived at that point because we were, you know, just talking on the phone, just talking, yeah. And so, you know, it was there was so many things that kept bringing me down that I'm like, okay, at some point I'm gonna have to take that deep breath and figure it out. And that's really hard when you've been in something like mine. I was in it for 20, almost 24 years. And if you've had a pattern and like things that the norm, you have said too, it's easier just to be unhappy. And how many times I was sitting there like, well, if I just go back, everybody else will be happy. I can be miserable for a couple more years until the kids are done. And then like... My youngest is only this. I got ha- no, nope, nope, I'm not being miserable for that long. And then, see, yeah. I had nobody else at the house. Yeah, and it was lonely. It was sad, but I work a lot. I worked a lot then, and I, I probably so you immerse yourself in your job. We talked about that's, that too. That's what I do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> even with the girlfriend, <laughs> I do. I do sixty to eighty hours a week, probably most of the time, um, just because I like what I do. I. I, I, it is. It's it's more of a lifestyle than it is a job. Yeah. So, and, and I think uh, one of the other things too with me is that made it so hurtful is that I come from a divorced family. Mm-hmm. So this is like the second failure. Well, and I think I, and with with the same situation, mine was I'm not going to fail at this. If my parents can do it, I'm going to stick it out. No matter what. And my parents were married 21 years. You know, so not very far, you know, 23 I was. And so I I still sometimes feel like I failed my my role, my role as a wife. But I'm also like, I now, I am the winner of life because I've taught my kids that there is a such, there is such thing as a healthy relationship. There is, you know, positive in the world. You can still get along with your ex enough to take care of your kids until, you know, they're adults. And so there are a lot of things that come out of it, but you, right in the beginning of it, it's not even about the dating. It's not about like, you know, finding someone else. It's about like, how do I make myself better? So then eventually I can, be with someone equally and add to their not life, not like but make you it. Hit, but miserable. you hit rock bottom, though. You know, you, you have you, to you know, before you hit that. I mean, you're you're the lowest of the low. What do you think your rock bottom was? Um, when I was in the closet crying on the floor, that was my rock bottom. Yeah, I and I, then I quit crying and, and then I zero dated. <laughs> well, I think my rock bottom was, um, my rock bottom was definitely the nervous breakdown and the. You know, just I don't have any more left in me. Not that I wouldn't wanted to take my life, but it would have been much easier to deal with if I wasn't there or if the ex 
had died. Yep. It's terrible to say, but you know, very terrible. I know, and they, and they, very, but we think this, terrible. and that's stuff that's normal to think, and like, you shouldn't feel bad about feeling the feelings that you have because no one tells you how to get divorced. Yes, there's books and there's podcasts and we can say, you know, this is what we experienced, but until you go through it, you don't know what it is. And I think reaching out to someone or listening to some something like this or groups or whatever are really big deal in the beginning. Like if you can find that in the beginning, you're going to get through it, uh, you know, as a whole. So what do you think your, your light in the tunnel was like when you were down, 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 what was that light in the tunnel? What was that moment? This guy over here. Oh. I feel like at my lowest, he was there, even though it was beginning of my, you know, my big journey. Like my big, I've moved out I on my own. I'm doing my own thing. I got $27 in the bank. Um, <laughs> I keep saying like a lot of times he just be like, he, he was a little further in divorce process. Mm-hmm. He had got, he was divorced the year before. And he's like, it's okay. It's all right. It, it, this, this is okay. This is normal. This is what happened. And even if you didn't know, or if I had to cry, because we know Jeff, I cry. Yep. So you, so you basically had a divorce coach. I did. I, I really did. Uh, what was your lowest? Do you remember? What? Day of when you I, got drunk and wrecked. <laughs> no. With your brother? No, that wasn't a low. My low happened way before I even asked for divorce. I was, I was not a happy person. Which is um, weird to me because, like, I I was I, I I think rock bottom came and it was finally hit me. It's like, well, I can't keep doing this, and this is the direction I'm going to go. And was it easy? No, it was. But there's a light at the end. It's it. I think more than anything, me finally realizing that I'm not me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to do that. I'm able to be me. Yeah. Um, I, I I eat what I want. I do what I want, and I still do that now because you get me. But and <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's not it's not somebody trying to make me into something I'm not. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I fell into my well, entire adult life. Yeah. From they the time that, I quit playing sports, they call that happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, this is awesome. And the other thing is, too, I don't think people really know what happiness is until you've had a rock bottom moment. And like in my life, I've had some rock bottom moments where I the things the things in my past that I've dealt with, like in a traumatic way, I was always with my ex. But it was always like, you're fine. Get up. You need to do this. Like there's other things to do. And a lot of times I was dealing with it and they weren't or he wasn't. And then I was trying to fix them all. And. In a mo- in a lot of marriages that are and en- that end up divorced, you someone loses themselves, yep. and a lot of times, I mean, not t- terrible to say, it's the cause of the other person, but it's also your fault for allowing the other person to treat you like that. I think also that when you hit rock bottom, you're also alone, so it's a double yeah. whammy. You know, mm-hmm. you're rock bottom, and you're and not you're used alone. to being at rock bottom in alone. a tragic event without that person. Yeah, correct. So then you have to break the tie of that toxic, you know, the proverbial toxic person relationship, whatever, and realize that you know. I always say you have to know your worth, but how do you know your worth unless you got nothing and you have to build it back up? You look in the mirror, you wipe off the snot, and you start afresh. Get after it. Yeah. Um, Thank you, firefighter. <laughs> He's like, here, breathe into the bag. I'm like, I'm on the phone with someone. Yeah, like, oh, like, 
He's like, I don't even know where you are to call ambulance. And I had to send my little guy upstairs to get help. And like, my son sees it. And I'm just like, Arr. he's like, I don't, I don't even know where you live. Like, what? <laughs> but hey, but, it turned out all right, though. So. So then, I okay. could have just hung up and never worried about it again. Yep. That would have been the easy way out. And wouldn't have been here. Exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't have, been. have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Love you. Mean that. No, so after that, you go through all your rock bottoms. You go through all your no. Okay, now, before the dating thing, you have... You have new finances. You have new bills. You have new responsibilities. New place to live. You also have less responsibilities because, like, if you have children, you have them half the time. Or you now have full-time kids because the other person left or something. Yep. And so now you're either a full-time parent, you're a part-time or parent. Half-time parent. Yep. Or you've lost your kids because you're an asshole. Like, because there's that, too. There's people who just wipe their hands of the whole situation because they're butthurt. And now the leave. kids... The kids and the, the person who has the kids are left high and dry. So there's many layers of that. And, you know, with this podcast, one of the things that I've learned is like, no matter our situation or how we've gone through it or what the reason for your divorce is, we're all kind of similarly go through it. It's just, you know, different layers of it. It's just different intensities of it. And it's just, you know. I think a, a support group, a, a, you know, an army, a village, whatever is, you know, the next step. Yep. Because you got to do a lot of the shit by yourself so that your village is like, okay, now what? What do you need now? Where can we help? And I think I pushed a lot of people away because I thought they would side with him because outwardly, he's a great guy. He does this. He helps with it. You need something? He brings it. Blah, blah, blah. What are you doing over there? So what would you Holding tell? Brain freeze. Ooh, <laughs> That happens also. Wait, look at the marker. So, so what would you tell people that are just starting out and they have a, they have a huge village, but most of that village has not been divorced? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's people out there who want to help, but they have no clue what to do. Yeah. Um, Everybody's full of shit. Oh, there you go. You got to. I mean, it's great to have people to lean on, but you got to figure out you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's that's the biggest. That's the first step in anything in life. If, and it takes time. If you can't, if you can't be you and and figure that and be happy with you, uh-huh. nothing else gonna matter. Well, I think too a lot of a lot. Of, I mean, I can only speak for the women in in the in the world, and you know, whatever. Um, a lot of times, women will go to the people who they think will help them, but sometimes those people aren't the best advice givers sometimes those people are like well you know blah, 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 you should do this this and that well then they'll live vicariously through you now you're divorced they're gonna go out hang out with you because you're fun or this yep. or that or they're gonna get in more you in trouble because they want a more adventurous life because their life's miserable but yet i have a happy blah blah blah, blah, blah. and you know it's there's a lot of people who pretend like i i saw it. i mean i think i did it a little bit too you pretend to be happy so that people don't worry about you mm-hmm. And you pretend to be happy because you don't want to be the sad girl all the time. You don't want to be the, you know, the one that needs the help all the time, especially as a woman. You do not want to need people, but we need people. You need someone that's going to say, I got you if you're going to fall, but you can only fall so many times because I'm going to tell you, you got to get your ass up and let's go. And then just because they agree with you doesn't make them your friend. Exactly. And I learned very quickly that. 
no matter you tell if you feel comfortable enough to tell someone your shit or what's going on or what's really happening, they turn they can turn on you in a second. In a second. Oh my god, yes. And if it's the juiciest topic that's happening, you're the juiciest topic that's happening right now. Yep. So I don't know how it is for guys, but like when when you're when the people you thought were gonna be there aren't and then the people that you didn't expect, it's just like Fuck, they my kind whole of life. Yeah, my, and then you almost feel like you've been in a, a movie because you're like, well, I wasn't living a real life again. And so I've been bamboozled again. You know, I, I think Lance is correct. You know, you got to figure out your own shit. Yeah. And and once you get get past that part, you figure out what you want, how you want How do you do that? Oh, man. How did that's you a good do question. that? How I did it, besides that. Uh <laughs> Jesus. Serial dating again. Um, yeah, Captain Crunch and Frosted Flakes. You too, I, I swear. I want to say the thing I did that I think helped me more than anything. I saw how my, because when my brother went through his divorce a few years before me, maybe even longer, than probably longer than that, it was the first thing everybody talked about when you said, hey, what's going on? What did you hear about your brother? Like, okay, what this time? You know, and and my mom, my mom was a she was the town gossip, and and it was she would call to say everything that my brother talked to her about. I'm like, okay, that's none of my business. Yeah, he but so so for me, well, I wouldn't talk about it, but um, for me, I I didn't say a word to anybody till I signed a paper. So I went to court. It was done. I had my one brother that. The one my, who my, was divorced first. My two brothers knew, but the the one that lived out of town, he flew in and I picked him up at the airport right after I went to the courthouse to finish it all up. So and he then was I called your divorce coach then. Your brother I, I really didn't have one. I, I, he just came out to drink <laughs> and and we did a lot of that. Celebrate. We, we just talked about that. Yeah, he just he came out to hang out and I had a, a conference I was going to and we went and hung out on on work and uh just did our thing in in any evening and just kind of relaxed and it to me it was you know i I didn't tell my dad i called my dad after it was done and said hey i just did this well that was quick he said well no it it wasn't quick it was just didn't need to bother you with it and i didn't want to worry him with it and i didn't want to worry it wasn't anybody else's business i just wanted it done and I didn't want to be the topic of everybody's conversation, even though I probably was anyway. Yeah. But afterwards. It, it, well, and then now that you know, like now looking back and people telling you, like people knew you were unhappy and people knew that there was some mm-hmm. stuff happening. And, you know, almost like you were the last to know, you were the last to know who wasn't the last to know, you know, yeah. and then, you know, you have to figure out like, okay, so when we were doing this, what was that? Oh, wait. So. I feel like a lot of times things will come up too, and you're just like, "Well, now it doesn't matter. Now that the papers are signed, it doesn't matter." You isn't know? it? Isn't it cathartic? Like toward the middle, how happy everybody becomes. Yeah. The kids, the adults. Yeah. You know, the toxicity's gone. The, the negativity's gone. It's just like a peace. Well, it's funny too because last year Christmas, we I, I don't know if we ever discussed this, but. Each one of our children has gone through the, I didn't ask for this. You guys did this. And I didn't blah, blah, blah. And I can't do this. And you're expecting this. We put no pressures on our kids. You want to come over this weekend? Great. You want don't want to come over this? And my guy's 10. 
My daughter is from in and out of college, like back and forth from college. My older one, he's got, he's an adult, right? So you don't want to hang out with me? Fine. You want to hang out with me? Fine. I'm not going to set you up to fail yep. in my eyes because anytime I get to spend with you, I'm happy. But when things come up, that's the first thing that gets thrown in your face. And the first, when my divorce wasn't final, every time I had an argument with one of my kids, the divorce was my fault. The divorce was this. Because I left. Because I did this. Because you did this. And they, they're getting the feedings of the other parent. And I think a couple times, too, like, we have both given each other a little bit more power with mm-hmm. our exes, like, to not let them talk to us a certain. So less power. There's Birds or something in here. <laughs> I know. There's birds if everywhere. If there is a gas leak, we're done. I'm, I'm going to throw up. If, it's been one of those days. A, if there's a, a flame in here, where is the Do not light a match. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I ain't scared. So, so let's talk holidays. Since we're in the holiday yeah, yeah. spirit, holidays to me are different. Yeah. Since I got divorced yeah. and the family kind of broke up, holidays don't mean the same. Yeah. So... It, it got to the point where any time I spent with my kids was Christmas. Yeah. So, so, so the Christmas day was diluted huge. I mean, just the pressure was yeah. taken off too. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. And, and we were supposed to do every other Christmas, every holiday. Yeah. And she never did, man. She, she, she just kept them. I said, cool. Mm-hmm. So holidays don't mean that much to me. So, okay, so you said holidays don't mean that much because every day you have Christmas. Do you, cause I think I did this a little bit. In the beginning where I was trying to compete with, not the Joneses, but my ex. He'd be like, have no money. I got $27 in the bank. But yeah, they're going out to fancy dinners. I ain't going to no fancy dinners. And we've said this before. Divorce is not fair. But what the hell? Like, okay, like the newest thing is, let's get him a quad. I'm like, he can't fucking ride a quad at my house. I'm not paying for part of that. And you're going to buy him a quad, but you can't pay me? What the motherfuck? So I feel like when you're first, it, it's, you know, tit for tat and mm-hmm. you're like, if you got that, I need to get that too. Or if you did this or if you cause it, it you know, I deserve this. And I think a, in the beginning, a lot of it is, you know, you want validation that you're just as good, whether that means monetarily, you're fit, like a fit parent, you financially, you support them. You, you're, you're a good parent overall because you've broken up the family unit. But doesn't eventually that kind of go away? Well, yeah, I was thinking okay. that now, like I've actually stuck up to my, for myself. I mean, like, you know, like for last year for his birthday, we got him a dirt bike and I paid for part of it. I'm never going to see that dirt bike at my house. Yep. It's always at his dad's house. Who's at, you know, on the ranch. So I'm just like, Hmm, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going to buy something or pay part of something because you feel like he should have it. And I'm like, no, I if I buy something or pay half of something, it's going to be equally at both of our houses. No is my favorite word. You've discussed that. Oh, I, I that word is like sex. Yeah. You say no, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Hmm? How are holidays different now? I actually enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's it was, it was too much pressure to be everything needs to be perfect. It's just freaking chill out. You can, you can do it the way you want. Yeah. Don't tell me to chill out. Fine, relax. Don't tell me that. <laughs> okay, boys. Now you know. Do not tell a girl to calm down and relax because it just makes her more infuriated. It's just a thing. Not so, me because so I'm like I'm pretty awesome. So so is she telling to you to relax or or, or you I the her. wife the ex wife okay. he was. Telling I can to. say that. He just he's like ah shit. I'm like. <laughs> 
You're not the boss of me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think but at some point you need to. Like it's 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 just another day. Have fun. Let the I mean, kids, I think we're making our feed, own memories too. Kids right? feed off of Positive. your own yeah. energy. Energy, yeah, oh, exactly. God, yes. Yes. And, Okay, so was there a point, too, when your kids had seen a difference in you and said something? Like, I know recently, like, every one of the kids has says, oh, my gosh, you guys are so happy, and it's so nice being here, and they had so much fun, and it's like there's not that big pit in their stomach anymore? They, they never said anything, but my youngest, I got together with his mom about something. She wanted to talk about the kids, and this was years down the road. So I went to Chili's, met at Chili's. So I, I came back home and I saw him. I said, hey, I just had lunch with your mom. He goes, why? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, booyah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I so. think all the kids even make comments about, you know, like the other parent or, you know, something they said and how we aren't, we, we're just us and we'd be us well, and we're real with them. And, you know, like we just, I just did a something that I used to do before that I haven't done in a couple of years because it just didn't feel right. And so we did like this holiday crafting gingerbread house thing and all the kids came and it was one of those things like everybody had a good time. There and was, you're making new memories. There was no fighting because yeah. a lot of times it was like, oh my God, the house isn't clean. You didn't do this. And why is the people coming? What time are they leaving? Blah, 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 and what I'm doing? Blah, blah. Like, Ooh. and then it was just all this stress of like, okay, now what? Like, I want to have fun. Like, have fun. Why aren't you having fun? I'm having fun. You know? And so this was just, there was a lot of preparation, but it was fun. It was like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Let's do that. We had so many laughs and so many different, like, things that were happening. And I even think, you know, your girls have said to me quite a bit, like, my dad is himself again because a long time they he wasn't himself. And they have also said, too, like, you know, he didn't laugh anymore and he wasn't joking anymore. And, you know, they had missed that and they had seen a lot of the red flags that we don't always give kids the credit of knowing that there's something wrong. Kids are smart, man. And they're like, you know, smart. Like my daughter had said to me too, like, I haven't seen you smile like that and be playful like that for a long, long time. So I think that's another thing that goes into it too. Like, Knowing your value, knowing your worth, and knowing that, like, you have done the work. And if I'm a whole person and you're a whole person, we're just going to meld together and have this, you know, happy life. And I don't expect it to always be not happy because there's going to be events in life that are sad or, you know, something happens or, you know, something we have to deal with the kids. And Yeah, those times where you don't listen. Me? I don't listen ever. He ain't the boss of me. (laughs) But it's... What? <laughs> he does that to me too. Wait, what? 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 But I mean, a lot of it is, th- it's almost making new things possible, even though there's things that you've done before and just changing how the outcome comes. Even like when growing up, Christmas morning was hectic at my house. My mom would make sure, like, get their stocking. I need to have my coffee before you open any presents. And it would always end in a fight. Someone was fighting on Christmas. So when I grew up, I was like, no fighting. Well, guess what happened? Someone was always fighting on Christmas. Let me tell you, there won't be any fighting because just it won't be happening. Because I, I, I know for a fact, like, that's not who we are. Like, I honestly have no reason to fight. Moving on. Let's get to some fun parts. Uh-oh. Dating after divorce. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Hi, winner. baby. Winner. 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 <laughs> he's Dating getting, after he's divorce. getting scared over there. <laughs> Lance, awesome. let's, let's hear some horror stories. Generally, of course. Dating. Like when you dated. 
They didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. There's just some weird people out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. My <laughs> job. Yes. I mean, that's really well. Oh, it, it was. How it's do like, you know you're ready to date after divorce? Or do you actually know? Like, when you're in it, do you realize that you're ready? Because there's a lot of dates I went on. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not ready for this. But you don't know till you're done. I don't think you know you're done. You know, maybe you put your foot in the water, test the temperature, and get burned, but you go back out there again. And I just think it's it's just a human um, need, I guess. Sometimes. Do you think we need to be with someone to to make ourselves like? I think right out of the divorce, you need to know that you're des- desired. You need to know that you're worth someone caring about or wanting to go on a date with even or yeah i want to go to coffee with you okay someone wants to go to coffee with me wait what after I, you work on yourself though yeah yeah and okay. that's the thing like when you're new in it like i think a lot of people go out and do that revenge dating and then you have your rebound dating and then you have your like serial dating and then there's a lot of steps to it some people jump around in those steps <laughs> david <laughs> wow <laughs> and so <laughs> Hey, Ray, I don't know. Like I said, I had gone to a point where like it was almost like, yeah, I'll go for coffee because I don't have any money. So can you buy me a coffee or like, yeah, I'll go for lunch. I can pay for lunch because I know the person that owns the place and can give me a discount. Like, you know, I'll meet you out. But I don't think I dated. Like I said, I I was almost visiting. I'm going to visit with somebody that I don't know or may have known from someone else. But there was no desire to be in a relationship. I think for me, I was dating, but I had to decipher, was it the doctor thing? Because yeah. that was kind of out there. So I had to yeah. read through that. But I never online dated. Oh, yeah. mine was, do it. is that the principal thing? <laughs> Are you a student's father? <laughs> Are you in a school system somehow? Oh, that, that's why <laughs> you guys work, because you guys are in the school system. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't date when I was in high school and college. You I were busy, though. I, you were an athlete. I was constantly you know that was a thing we where we went everybody hung out where we were at it was usually one of our apartments so everybody was always there there was always a lot of people there I didn't, there was just lots of people to make out with so you didn't have to date them i, I didn't date mm-hmm. um you're pretty good at dating well last how much an all boys jesuit high school I got to college. I lost my freaking mind. <laughs> did you get to college and lose your freaking mind, babe? I lost. No, I was, with I, boys. Played, I was playing baseball. That's what I did. He was playing with balls. Yeah. I was Stop I was it. with boys for four years in a row. I got to college. It was like, oh, my God, look at that. That's a girl? Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. So that first Skirts. semester, hey, that, that first semester, midterm, eight How weeks. many children do you really have? I know. That first semester, eight weeks in, I had a 1.2. Oh, because uh, that was because you were dating. Hard, hard, heavy dating. Man, it was crazy. I, but I fixed it. I think, yeah, the, I mean, I'm, I'm a people person. I talk a lot. Doesn't seem like it. Um, Except on here. Yes. But I, I don't know. It was just the, the, the dating thing after divorce was like, culture shock is like okay how do you meet people i don't go to bars and hang out i don't do that go to restaurants in the town he works because he might see people (laughs) i I try to stay away from people i know because that's that's weird um but 
Oh, just finding new people is is a different thing. I did the online dating, paid for it for about a week, and that was it. Hey, it's all you need. Hello, we paid for each other, <laughs> and it was basically I was like the aggressor. I was like, that, that, oh, it's one a.m. Who that, else is awake? <laughs> that so surprises me. Oh, you know, <laughs> y'all listen. At some point, you just gotta. <sighs> Well, my, I am a cougar. You are my, a couple months younger. My girlfriend was a AP for D11, and so she always shopped at the Costco furthest away from where she worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You 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 stay at a very good distance. Yeah. And you don't want kids to be like, wait, you actually shop? Or you actually date? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, not all of us can date. Especially if you date someone from work and it doesn't work out, and the <laughs> wife tries to kill you in the parking lot. <laughs> I called and I'm like, I was almost murdered at the elementary school. Uh, this is who did the, it with the lady with the cast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um. So it's just yeah. kind of scary for you because I've seen you run. She would have caught you. <laughs> Okay. Even with the cast on? Even with the cast on, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we run like uh, newborn giraffes, oh. which is not a good thing. That's why I played volleyball. Shut the fuck up. I didn't have to run. <laughs> Just sit there and clap. Good job, girl. Yay! You did it. This is somebody that has one of the biggest bursts of slow you'll ever meet oh. calling you slow. Oh. He could hit a ball to like a different state, but when he had to run away from the person that had the ball... Not so much. I mean, he's six four. Your leg could just spread across to Maybe the first that's why base. Why you guys are together? There's nowhere to run. Is go. that why you I don't, don't run anymore? Because you can't run. <laughs> it hurts too much. <laughs> Everything hurts. Ask David. He's old. He knows. <laughs> All I hear is boom. Left oh. foot, right foot, boom. There's boom, my legs. Boom. Wait, I didn't realize how how many parts I had. Bicycle, <laughs> bicycle. I want to ride oh, my yeah. bicycle. Well, that's from riding your bicycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So now you're dating or you've dated and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate people. I want to be a hermit for the rest of my life. I, I, do. I never said that. No, I'm no. just telling you. Like, there's <laughs> people you out say there. say hermit? Hermit. 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 I have a funny accent. I know you Shut do. it. Hermit. Hermit is Hermit's Her- cousin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, okay. We've talked about dating. What bad experiences? We've already discussed mine. What's one of your. You never got back to me about that last Which one. I said, what was one of your horror stories? Not the one where you left with the check or something. Uh, where you went to the waitress and be like, give me the check now. Hurry. Well, I had one who. Um, Oh, wait, no, the one where you had your friend call or something? Yes, Don't yes. tell me that one. I've okay. already heard it. All right. uh, God, they're all, God, there's so many. Because he um, did a lot of serial dating. dating. There was one Cocoa Puffs. And, no. Who was uh, the Cocoa Cocoa Puff? Uh, I can't say any without getting in trouble. <laughs> Why do they listen? <laughs> Who knows, man? Uh, you talked about me. I'm going to kill you. Uh, well, if I, they I talk about so them, bad. mention their names so I know who to go after. <laughs> Jeez, I gotta protect you. Um, God, I got some good ones, but I just can't. Really? Yeah. This is where we've come. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I know. You heard about the lady with the broken foot gonna kill me, and you're uh, not gonna give me one. So, Lance, I, so, uh, tell right, us about right, a crazy ready, one. Ready? Okay, hold. Wait, 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 wait. Come, come back. Besides okay. you? Yeah. I mean, I'm ultimate crazy. So, so I had one. Okay. Who wanted to have a baby. One of my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Lance is 
face right now. It's like, I want your sperm, but not babies. And because she wanted to have a kid. She, yeah. She never had kids. So she, she only married. wanted you for your sperm. She wanted my sperm. And to get my sperm, you have to have a needle because it doesn't come out anymore because I'm chop chop. And, you know, I got to get that long needle, go to the source. I'm like, oh, You just no. talked about vasectomy and yelled about yelled at me last time and you had what? to cross your legs. Yes. You said vasectomy. Because it brings back bad memories. I'll, I'll- anyway, so <laughs> at the same time, Lance gets better. At the same who a snort. At, at the same time, my, my daughter was playing uh, soccer for TCA. And, and they, were, they were in the middle of a state championship run. And she couldn't understand why I couldn't come visit her. So she can get Those, the sperm. <laughs> or, or anything at this point. She, she, she didn't had understand the needle ready. why I had to be there at my daughter's game. I said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. I have to be there for my daughter. Well, can't you go to the next game? It might not be a next game. Do you understand that's championship? Yeah. yeah. So they won state. And by that time, I, I had already stopped thinking about giving sperm. So actually, I pretty much decided right away. But you had to think about that? No, 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 no. Oh, I was confused. Like, he was like, hmm, what's the benefits yeah. of this? More Davids? What? So, yeah. And she said I could sign my rights away and everything. I said, nah, I got kids in high school. That's okay. You know, I know I'm all that a bag of chips, but. And not, a side not, not of that. Dutch bros. Yeah. I, yeah. So, how's that for a story? That was a good one. <laughs> Thank that, you. That's pretty good. Lance, you got one? <laughs> no, not like that. I don't have any weird stuff. Never? I. I I read people too well to hang out that long. Yeah, he did do the um the from school date once. Oh no, that was yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> He's like, yeah no. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, He's no. like that we don't You're fish like, in that pond. You learned quick, didn't you? It's like, nah, this ain't gonna work. I learned mm-hmm. quick too, but it took a couple months before I knew she was gonna kill me. <sighs> Okay, so now you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. You've dated, you've dated, you've serial dated, you're mm-hmm. over it. Now you're either at the point where you just hate everybody and no longer want to date. But you, but you have to have that, that, that mentality that every person you date is a stepping stone to somebody better. Yeah. Not to say all the ones I dated were bad, but you know, you almost have to thank that person for showing you what you didn't want. Yeah, the almost maybes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. almost maybe... You know, we didn't work out. You're not a terrible person. It's just you weren't my person. And go. so now you decide, okay, I'm going to not go for any free apps because everybody is fucking lunatic or mm-hmm. wants iTunes gift cards to be sent to you, the Ukraine or Yeah, some but meeting somebody is luck. There's a huge amount of luck. I know. Isn't he lucky? Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. We're both lucky. We were both on match at the same time in the middle of the night having luck. to go to work and so some crazy Jersey girls like insomnia or work while you awake there handsome was it a weekday well no it was like the school break and like the New Year's and I had gone back east to see my family in New England and New Jersey and all that and I had bought match before I left I'm like ah, I'm just gonna get it for a month whatever blah 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 Forgot about it, kind of. Like, did all the things, you know, looked at it. I'm like, you know what? No, 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 no. So I went to, went home, talked to my, you know, saw my brother and stuff like that and all my friends and came back and jet lag. It was literally the day I got back and I was like sitting up. I couldn't sleep. I know I had to go to back to work the next day at 6 a.m. It was 7 a.m. or whatever. Had to get up, get my kid ready, go to school. 1 a.m. I'm up in, you know, the apartment, the the place where I live with my little guys with me because he went on my trip with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
my match. Like, I don't know how much time I have left. I should check it. So I check it, and it's like, you have this many minutes. I'm like, I ain't reading anything. I can't be up. I don't need to read anything. I'm like, let's see who's live. And then first person I, hey, how are you? I said, hey, handsome, insomnia or work? Because people work, you know, they're Mm -hmm. firemen. Who knows? We're working night shift. You're a nurse. You're a doctor, whatever. And he goes, don't sleep much these days. No. I didn't say these days. What did you say? Don't sleep much. Don't sleep much. Whatever. And so we talked for like, what, six hours, seven hours? I'm like, (laughs) we talked long enough to know I got to go to work soon, like in Mm -hmm. a couple hours. Like, So how soon after that did you guys meet? Babe. Well, a couple that, of days. That day, that the rest no, of that it was a day. Days. I know, but that day we kind of texted on mm-hmm. and off throughout the day, you know, because he's super busy. I'm school oh, nurse, whatever. So text it, text it, text it. Next day, came up, met me at my work for lunch, and he got a little kiss. And then uh, the first date. Well, we talked a lot, and so I got. I, had to, I wouldn't call it a date. <laughs> it wasn't a date. <laughs> It was a visit. <laughs> it was a visit. It was a visit. It was a face he call. He had to come see if he, the, it wasn't a booty call. It was a face call. It was a in person. He had to see if my pictures matched my profile. Oh yeah, man, that's that's right? always a thing. And come to find out, he was super close to where I worked, and you know, it was you know convenient. Whatever. And the rest is history. And then I think the next day, I had gone to one of the sporting events at his school, and. Then I went to dinner, and he made me some fried carrots, butter. Mm, that's not all I made. He made some steak. Steak. <laughs> you got fried carrots out of steak. Oh wow! Yeah, they're really butter good. fried carrots. They're really like, good. I never had them before, and so and then we were like playing music. And, like I'm a gourmet chef. He really oh, is there a good you go. cook. You got a winner. I did. I'm the side, and he's the main course. Side piece. No, no. Oh, we're gonna fight. Is, are you secretly Peter? <laughs> I think I you're not, secretly Peter. I am not Peter or Jeff. Okay, so now we've we went on a couple dates. When do you decide like okay, like not that I was dating anybody, but I had just gotten over someone else who had lied to me. I was like, I'm not getting a relationship. I do not like people. Boys disappoint me. People lie to me. A lot of men in my life had lied to me and given me this great Prince Charming so thing. So when do you get that, that point from this to monogamous? Baby? The one. The one. Baby. The one. Mm. When did you decide I was your girl? Pretty quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There's show no over. Thank you very much. Show. It was quick. <laughs> well, okay. It was quick. It was quick. All right. So, and, and in my head, I was like, okay, this is really good. Like, this is really well, good. You were a lot more apprehensive. Yeah. And I I think and, because my whole life, so I jumped because into. you've been through craziness. I've been, yep. In my life, most of my relationships were very, like. Sweep you off your feet. Did you say this was, this is not, this is too real? Oh, I think we say that all the time. Like, it's so weird that it's so easy. Like, we have never had a fight or an argument or, you know, he'll say something, I'll say something. And most of the time, we can joke so much with each other that we know if we're having a bad, he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, what? He goes, you're being quiet. I'm like, oh, shit. Am I being too quiet? What's wrong? Did I say something? So it works. Yeah, so we just. It is possible. She does be quiet every now and then. 
Doesn't happen but very usually, often. Why am I quiet? Because I'm about to cry. I'll, I'll record the quietness. <laughs> Please. Uh, well, this is my media. That yeah. I have this to is, be. This, this is my world. I have to be on here. My peeps want to hear from me. My my fans want to know. So so going out the end of the podcast here, I've got a couple of caveats. Actually, one caveat. What? I found this divorce rate by country. Mm. Oh my God! Divorce what? Rate by country. I thought you said rape. No, by country. divorce rates. Is the United States country. is very high. Oh, probably the highest in the world. Luxembourg, eighty-seven percent. Really? Amsterdam, ninety-nine point nine nine. Spain, sixty-five. France, fifty-five. Really? Russia, fifty-one. United States, forty-six. Really? Germany, forty-four. What's the highest? Um, Luxembourg. Luxembourg, the lowest. The lowest, India, 1%. They're not allowed to get divorced. <laughs> you are betrothed to me. She just kills her. Chop off her head and send it. What if she chops his head off? 1%. That would what be against you- the law. Yeah. Oh, that would probably be against the law. But, but you can chop her head off, though. Okay. Wait, that Chile. is... Chile. Hold on. Chile, 3%. Colombia, 9%. Mexico, 10 Kenya, 15 50, 46%, man. Half the marriages. But you look Less at than the, most of those countries are there's cultural issues involved with women's rights and lack thereof and all that stuff too, or or no women's rights exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when did you become monogamous? First date. First date. First date. You knew. Yep. Okay. First date. You knew. I won't say the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Did you say that? Oh, monogamous, not monotonous. Okay, yeah. never mind. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Dad jokes all day. That took me a, a long minute. It took you both a minute. I know, right? I had to explain it. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, we had yeah. to explain. He, I had to see the visuals of him going, but yeah. It was a turn of the head. What? Yeah. So, you now, you now you're dating, and then you got to learn the new... The new ways, right? And well, well, because you've been out of the game so long. Yeah. And... You, you know, the dance is different when you're older. So now, after you've dated all these times, right? You've been mm-hmm. on dates, you've done your dating, whatever, and now you're in a relationship. I don't know how guys were, but, like, I was always like, something's going to happen. I'm going to say something stupid. I'm gonna, I think I was so guarded that in the beginning... I just was like, this is really, 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 really good, and I don't want to lose it. I don't want to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm totally going to fuck it up. I think I'm it begins with history. You, you know, yeah. your history of, of all those bad relationships. Yeah. That, that you don't let it go. When something good comes along, yeah. you overthink it. Right. Yeah. And I think he's taught me to, like, just chill. Like, just be. Just do it. Like, you know, very, very early in, I was, you know, I think I've even said this to you. Like, nope. No relationship. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Day three, I'm like... Okay, this is going to be a relationship. Yeah. But, but nope, nope. But wait, this is a question about this. how soon did you know monogamous? I was always to the point you don't. Well, why why go to the store and buy the same stuff you got? I ain't going to keep shopping. Um, I, I I'm not that way. I wouldn't have ever been that way. Even to just dating, I don't think that you date more than one person. No, that was that was not me. That's why I did a lot of visiting. Because then if dating to me was, I'm going on a date with you because I see a potential. Visiting was, oh, hey, let's friends go out to get a bite to eat. I think that's dating. That's not dating. Yes. 
Dating to yes. me is like, I'm going to get all fancy and make myself all nice and like blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go get some cooked carrots. For you and you and you. No, I'm like. But then you become this monotonous. This is how I get off of work. Someone person. If you want to meet me at the office in Castle Rock, that's where I'm going. That is not a date. That's a visit. Like, hey, how are you? I don't want to hear the 20 questions either because we're not getting a relationship. But, but you did it, But you did those already on the phone. I mean, on the text. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I guess enough to know they weren't a serial killer. Yeah. Why would anybody want to kill serial? I know. I stole serial never hurt I stole nobody. your line. I stole your line. Just, Are you impressed? Serial I have nothing to say. You have stuff to say. <laughs> <laughs> Any parting words, Rachel? Oh, parting words. Yes. This shall be another hour. No. Um, so, like, we have discussed, too, you're, now you're dating, and then when do you meet the children? Like. Oh. You know, when do you bring the kids into that? I met his daughter the first time. She tried to stab me with a fork because I was going to steal her food. But she didn't know. Her dad told me I can share their food. <laughs> first time story. my daughter met him, she walks in the house. She goes, sorry, I got to go poop. I mean, so it was almost like the kids were just like, okay, this that's person's going to be in my parents' yeah. life, you know. So it's, hey, that's a big deal, too. You got to go. You got to go. She had a long drive. She had yep. to poop. Yep. You know. That's a good question. When did you I'm introduce your kids? Remember. Oh, not for a couple of, about three months in, I think. Uh, Sorry with my daughter, the toughest one first, because she's tough for, for dad, and it was a piece of cake. Yeah. Like it flowed, so. Well, my son. Boys like, are dumb. Well, my son basically was not having it. He was the oldest, too, and yeah. he's just like, all he's known is mom and dad. And so he's like, nope, I'm not doing this. And then he was mad at me because I left. But he also knew how his dad was because he does not get along with his dad very well. But yet, because I left and I, because he made me guilty about feeling guilty about it, that was my biggest hang up in my divorce was I left. I'm like, the only reason I'm upset about it is because my kid threw it in my face. He's got to figure it out. I'm not upset because I left because now I have happy. He's got to figure it out. Uh-oh. Wow, that's a good one. Lance has finished his large mocha double espresso shot. Um, so what was your thing when we first met? Like how fast did you want to meet? I met his dad like week one. (laughs) It was hunting season. (laughs) He's like, you can come if you want. I'm like, all right. Going to shoot birds. And then his dad, of course, fell in love with me too. So we got, I got to sing. Get the parents. Piece of cake from there. Yeah. I mean, what was your big thing about knowing that? Okay. I'm going to date this girl. That wasn't the question. I'm t- I'm telling you. No, no, you said meet the kids. It was I'm the sad, kids. I'm saying, like, with the kids. Like, yeah. what no. was your big thing? Like, how fast did you want the girls to meet me? Well, the one was home from college, so it was yeah. kind of convenient. Yeah. And then I didn't want the other one not to, I didn't want her to leave, be left out. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of that. Was that a but, big deal for you, though? How big of a deal was that? Like, saying, okay, I have a person in my life that I want you to meet. That was a pretty big deal because, I mean, honestly, it was everything revolves around my kids and revolved around my kids. Yeah. And that was that was my goal was making sure and, they were taken care of. And I, I, and I think we're very similar. My focus on them. Yeah. And that also helps you heal because, you know, you have something to take care of other than yourself. You almost have to get out of bed. You got to get up. You got to do this. I've got a different view back when I was dating because my kids were all grown. Yeah. There were a few I dated that my kids didn't like, but never said anything, but I could tell. 
you know, you, you, you know, your kids, but, but they never said anything. Yeah. Cause, cause I think they knew that they were just, did that help you anyway. end it though? Nope. <laughs> so you didn't care. No, no. like no. it didn't, didn't no. affect you. Like no. if I, you know, when my little guy, my little guy, when we first started dating was a tough, he's like, no. you're not my dad. Like, you're no. not this, like, you can't tell me what to do. And I'm like, Oh hell yes, he can. If you're going to be an asshole to me and he's sticking up for me. Yeah, he yep. can. You know, so there was a lot of boundaries that people don't realize that nobody realized what divorce is going to be like until you go through a divorce. And you can be empathetic because you're a divorce, a child of divorce, because you can know what that is, but you still don't know what a divorce is. You don't know until what your parents went through. And so I think a lot of mine was not fucking up like my parents did. Like I found out my dad was cheating on my mom while I was home from college. And basically he blamed me. He's like, you're going to be the fault. You're going to be the reason we get divorced if you tell your mom. But that was just him, his guilt. And so, like, I didn't talk to my dad for a year and a half after that. And then my mom was mad at me because she thought I knew longer and didn't tell her. So then she didn't talk to me for, like, a year. So you were, like, in the middle. I literally was the cause of their divorce. And so now, like, when I went through my divorce, I was like, I'm not going to blame my kids at all for this. Of course, it's not their fault. Nothing of this is their fault. And they shouldn't feel like that. Because kids put that burden on themselves anyway. Regardless of what you tell them. And then, of course, like. When you fight with your children or you say something, that's the first thing they bring up. So then you're like, shit, they think it's their fault, you know? So I think a lot, I think going through a divorce, you really have to mentally say to yourself, at no point am I going to make my kids any more sad than they're going to be just because of the divorce. And, you know, like we've had a couple instances where we had to reprimand our kids for being shitty. And you're like, well, we didn't ask for the divorce and blah, blah, blah. And you did this. And I can't, you know. Chopping the throat. Just chop the throat. Yeah, just bruise. knock them out. But uh, I think. Uh, all right, you know, Rachel, thank you for those words of wisdom. Shut parting up. Words. Stop it. I told you. This is how. This is part of it. This is part of the podcast where you say parting words. I give you another 30 so, minutes. So, episode 52, we're going to start with parting words and then we'll go to the podcast. I mean, it'll be like two hours then because yeah, my parting words are good. But I mean, where do we end from here, though? Like, now we're in a committed relationship. You're in a committed relationship and you just see, like, how great a relationship could be. Yeah. You know, and it's, there's you no. Don't overthink it. You just enjoy it. Okay, stop. Because girls, we're going to overthink everything. Well, some we guys overthink do too. Thursday. Some, so, some guys do too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Lance has actually helped me just like. Chill. Relax. No matter how much I worry about something, it's going to come out however it's supposed to come out. It's going to evolve. And, and yes, I know that. It sounds very commonsensical. Because that word yeah, is. Sensical. Yeah. Sensical. Um, that's not a word. <laughs> Podcast, that's a word. Sensical. Susical, the musical, is yeah. a word. Because it exists. We're still waiting for the parting words to end. No, there's no parting words. See, what, okay, what you so do is you, what's your parting words? What, what you do is you what agree you to everything she says. Okay, it's not a word. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so, from listening, from being a listener and now on it, what have you learned from the dirt, the dirt devil? The divorce devil? Divorce devil. <laughs> I like to clean. What have you learned from our podcast? Or what can you tell our listeners? I just laugh a lot. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, there funny. you go. Yeah. There, there you go. So if nothing else, laughing laugh, hey, through laugh divorce is, is a big deal. Happiness, laughter is part of happiness. Hey, babe, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you, Lance, for coming. Thank you for letting me sit in the shadows. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> and look, you even got to see what the highlighter is. It's an actual highlighter. Yeah, that she grabs and hits the table and everything. When he's doing selfies and shit. And you got to see we actually do have Dutch Bros and the inner workings of this awesome podcast. Remember, it's 
All he right, does folks. he does broadcast it with the video too. So I've seen all that. Oh, that's right. And I see you do know how to use the interwebs. And then. I do. He does he know how to use the interwebs. Like. Yes. All right, know. guys. People don't know. Thank you for listening to episode 51 with Lance and Rachel. I mean, of course I'm second fiddle. Yeah. Because let's the Lance show. Well, most of the weeks it is. <laughs> All, right. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye.